Welcome to Shenanigans, the podcast, where we explore life together and don't take ourselves too seriously. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Sean Douglas. Hey friends, welcome to season one, episode one of Shenanigans. So glad to have you here. And uh, let's jump right in. When I decided to do a podcast, I asked a lot of my Facebook friends, would you listen? And the overwhelming response was, yes, do it. And so here we are with season one, episode one. And I racked my brain trying to figure out where do I start? Where does this all begin? And so today's episode is brought to you by the letter A for awareness. I think awareness is the beginning of it all. Awareness is what drives all change in our life because we cannot change until we are aware of the fact that we want to change or we need to change. And Carl Jung says, until we make the unconscious conscious, it will rule our life and we will call it fate. Let's unpack that a little bit. Until we know what it is that we want, there is no path forward. So until we're aware of it, until we become aware of what needs to change, what what it what needs to happen, we're kind of stuck. We're kind of in the spot. You know, you've heard the saying, between a rock and a hard place. Well, when you don't know what you want and you're not aware, that's where you're at. You're between that rock and that hard place. So what is awareness? What is this whole concept of being aware? The the awareness is this idea that there is something hidden and it, it then becomes seen. And that in our life transpires in in so many different ways. Transpires. What the fuck was that? Where did that pronunciation come from? Y'all can laugh at me because for some reason I turn this microphone on and my tongue gets thick and and nothing comes out right. So y'all can just laugh at me because I'm not editing that out. We are raw and unedited, no holds barred, and you're going to get just... The shenanigans, you're going to get it all. The silliness, the stupidness, the, uh, the the mistakes, the gaffes, and God only knows what else you're going to hear as we go through this journey. So until we make the unconscious conscious, it's going to rule your life and you will call it fate. We talk about uh, destiny and we talk about fate and how that shows up in, in the world. And we don't understand or realize how every choice that we make, every decision that we make has an impact on that so-called fate or destiny. And so the reality that we're living in is the exact reality that we've created for ourselves. So an- another interesting quote that... uh I've spent a lot of time thinking about, and there's debate on this concept of who originally put it out there. Some say it came from Viktor Frankl. Some people say um, the author Neil Donald Walsh 
uh, in conversations with God, uh, says, those who fail to go within will go without. What, what does that mean? Those who fail to go within will go without. Well, on a, a, on a very real level, we, we think that those, that, that, that means like material things. If you go, if you don't go within and deal with your inner shit, then you're going to go without the, the external things. You're going to go without things like, like food and, and prosperity and those sorts of things uh, in our lives. But I think it's even deeper than that. It, it, the truth is that if we fail to go within, then we are going to be without peace. If we fail to go within, we're going to find ourselves in a life without joy. If we fail to go within, we're going to find ourselves in a place without love. If we fail to go within, we're going to find ourselves in a place without understanding. If we fail to go within, we're going to find ourselves in a place without success. And what does that look like in our lives? What what does it look like to go without all of these things, these concepts, these ideas? So the opposite of peace, if we're going without peace, what is that? Is that angst? Is that worry? What does that look like in your life? When you do not feel at peace, when you do not have peace, what about joy? The opposite of joy. What does it look like in your life when, when you don't have joy? Is it misery? What about love? What's it look like when love is not showing up in your life? Is it indifference? A lot of people think the opposite of love is hate, but I don't think the opposite of love is hate. I think a better definition of the opposite of love is indifference. It's not being paid attention to. What about understanding? The lack of understanding. If we if we don't go in within to get understanding, then we experience ignorance. Meaning that we don't have the knowledge. We're without the knowledge. What about success? The opposite of success, some people would say, is failure. But I challenge that because... I think that failure is a part of the process. It's a necessary part of success. We fail our way to success because as we take action, we find the ways that aren't working. We find the how ultimately. And so I would say the opposite of success is idleness. So where are these things showing up in your life? Where do you have angst and worry? Where does misery show up? Where is indifference showing up? Where is ignorance showing up? Where is idleness showing up? Because those are the things that we need to go within to discover how to achieve the opposite. Because only through awareness do we realize what brings us peace or what is keeping us from peace. Only through that awareness do we discover what brings us joy? Only through awareness do we find that feeling of love. Only through awareness do we increase our knowledge and therefore our understanding. Only through awareness do we understand that we need to take action in order to 
find the pathway of success in order to work our way through success, right? So the definition of success would be, this is a Earl Nightingale's definition, is that success is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. So success is not the end goal. Success isn't getting something, but success is the journey, the development, the growth that comes along with that goal. And so all of this stems from an increased awareness. So you ask Sean on shenanigans, are you going to share any secrets? Are you going to share any tips? No, because I'm, I'm, I don't have any secrets or tips. I'm only going to share what I know. They're not secrets. They're just things maybe you're not aware of. And, and so what is, or how do we go about finding awareness? And I think one of the most powerful ways to increase our awareness is Reflection and question. Two-step process. Reflection. Question. So, a few weeks ago, I was having to take a vehicle to get an inspection. And it was a ridiculous situation where one of our rental cars, those of you that don't know, we have rental cars on Toro, um, had made a report that their... Uh, The brakes were bad, and they were in North Carolina. This vehicle had to be towed all the way back. It was an absolute stupid, ridiculous situation. Um, The brakes were fine. They drove like 500 miles before they decided the brakes were bad. And so I found myself in a position where I'm trying to get this vehicle inspected. And it was a Sunday, and nobody was around. Nobody could inspect it. So I had to wait till Monday morning. Finally found a place that would do it on Tuesday because nobody had an inspection an ASE certified mechanic in on a Monday that could do it. So Tuesday morning, I find myself sitting at a a shop. It's a chain. I'm not going to blast them because this story is about me and my my nonsense and uh, my attitude issues and not about them and their method of doing business. I show up and instantly um, I'm annoyed because when I walk in, he tells me that this inspection is going to cost me hundred and fifty dollars. Now, granted, I get it. Specialized um, ASE certified mechanic, worth every bit of his um, knowledge and and the time that he's put in, and I get it. But I felt like I was being taken advantage of. But I did not identify that in the moment. I was just angry. I was pissed off. You're going to charge me $150 to do an inspection that literally should take you 20 minutes. It's one page. It was simple. It was easy. There's no reason that it should have cost $150. And I was annoyed. So I sat there in the waiting room, annoyed. And the longer it took, the more annoyed and irritated and pissed off I got. And I I didn't really know why wasn't really paying attention to it. I was kind of just sulking and being annoyed. I was I was kind of soaking in it because, you know, sometimes we just like to, to sit in our own shitty diapers. I don't know if you've heard that term before, but sometimes we just like to sit in our own shitty diapers because it's, it's what we know. We want to bitch and moan and whine and complain instead of figuring out what's going on and move past it. And so it took an hour and 20 minutes for them to do this stupid 20-minute inspection. And then... The guy is just, the guy trying to check me out at the counter, he 
bless his soul, he was really trying to be cooperative and helpful, and I just wouldn't have it. I was being the absolute biggest dickhead. I was. I was being ridiculous. I was throwing an adult temper tantrum. I was annoyed, and I wanted him to know how pissed off I was about this situation. And so I check out, I leave, I get in my car, and I, w- I was still annoyed. And I just, I'm like, why am I so annoyed? Why is something so silly, so stupid, making me so angry? And I started to reflect on the situation. I started to reflect on what was going on. And I had to laugh at myself because I'm like, if something this small can get under my skin, am I really an adult? I'm 46, acting like a three-year-old, literally, was was the temper tantrum that i thrown. Language and all. Uh, I was not a nice person. And so I begin to reflect on the situation. What was going on? What was happening there? And I know, um, because of my work with, with the brain and personal growth and personalities, styles, and specifically the DISC profile, I know that I am very high on the D scale in the disc profile. And no, D, D does not stand for dick, although sometimes us, those of us who are high Ds do come across as, as absolute dicks. And I found myself thinking back to what is the biggest fear of, of somebody who's a D or a driver? Uh, and it's known that, that on, on the DISC scale, when we're looking at that, somebody who is a high D, their biggest fear is getting taken advantage of. Bingo. There it was. That's why I was getting pissed off. That's why I was annoyed, irritated, agitated, pissed off, whatever you want to call it, frustrated. I felt like when I walked into that place, I was being taken advantage of. So that reflection led me to an awareness of what was going on there. And instantly, as soon as I had that awareness of where that emotion was coming from, where that feeling was coming from, I was able to shift it. And not only was I able to shift it, I was able to then call back to the shop and speak to the young man who was only trying to help me and apologize. I was able to own my behavior. I was able to own my choices, own my actions, and be an adult and call back and apologize. Did that hopefully make his day better? Hopefully. Did it make up for my shitty attitude and make up for all of the nonsense, um, the the temper tantrum? No, it was still pretty embarrassing. And um, I probably should have went back and bought him a coffee or lunch or something because he deserved it the way that he handled it with grace. Um, but at least he knew, um, that I was conscious of my behavior and that I was taking responsibility for it. So that, that reflection and then asking myself questions, what's going on led me to an awareness that allowed me then to shift a feeling or an emotion. And so instead of this incident ruining my entire day and throwing things off, it took longer than it should. I'm a little slow. I'm dense sometimes. It took probably two hours total of me digging deep and asking myself questions of what the fuck was going on to get there. But doing the work, 
I did. And my day instantly shifted from that point on. And I got myself to a place of gratitude. I got myself to a place where I could appreciate what was going on. And I could move forward. So, it's really that simple. We can increase our awareness when we're in a situation or we're feeling some type of way. If you find yourself feeling extra anxious, if you find yourself feeling depressed or worried or upset, reflect on what's going on and start to ask those questions. How do I move past it? I reflect and I ask questions because once I identify what's going on, it's simple to find the solution. But you know, when we're, when we're wearing blinders, when we can't see what's going on, we don't know what needs to happen. Ultimately, all change starts with a shift in awareness. So what is it that you want in life? What is it that you desire in life? Look at your awareness around that. Why are you not experiencing that? And begin to reflect on your feelings and begin to explore. Begin to ask yourself those questions. Because I know that you are worthy of peace. You are worthy of joy. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of understanding. You are worthy of success, my friend. And if you will do the work, you will find that you already have all that you need to experience those things. Friends, Thank you for joining me on the very first episode of Shenanigans. I hope that you'll stick with me. I hope that you will do the work and live your absolute best fucking life because that's how we change the world. One person at a time living their best life has a ripple effect. We can change the world. If we will do the work. I love you my friends. I'm going to leave you with this simple joke. What do you call a midget fortune teller who escaped from prison? That's right. You call him a small, medium, at large. Love you my friends. Can't wait to be with you on episode two. Come back soon. We'll see you later.